Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. What's your favorite story from all my years of working in the front line with the homeless people? It's probably the one about that guy finding his daughter. Mm. He was one of the first people I ever supported. I was so young then. And this was my very first job. And to be honest, a lot of the time I had no idea what I was doing. I mean... There were these much more experienced staff team there and most of the people I was supporting were older than me. Not much older, but they still felt older. And this one guy was particularly difficult to work out. The word went round that he was depressed and just not easy to talk to. And he would never show up at key working meetings. So I tried for a while and then eventually I just decided to meet him at his own flat on his own grounds because I thought it just would be more comfortable for him. I know what you're going to say now, but don't worry, everything was safe. And that's when I started to consume considerable amounts of tea. And as you know, we are not tea drinkers in Romania. No, apparently not, unless you are ill. Yeah, I know. I mean... Uh, how my mom was making us this brew, which consisted of whole lemons being boiled. I really loved it, but I know it sounds pretty weird right now. There just was no such thing as, you know, tea tea, like builder's brew kind of tea. So the first time that one of my key working clients offered me a milky brew, I was horrified. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. And my black tea drinking routine, as you know, also involves lemons. Yeah, it does. Anyway, I'd go over to this guy's flat and he'd make me a cup of tea and I'd start a key working session and unfortunately these were, had to be quite structured and it was always really hard to initiate a conversation as this guy just wasn't a talker and I would glimpse at his white collection of records and I'd wonder what his actual story was, you know? Yeah, I wonder what his collection of records was. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is that there was a heavy load of Nick Cave in there, whom I'm sorry to admit I didn't know at the time. Anyway, to cut an even longer story short-ish, I guess my actual success is that he started to tell me about his life, about his marriage some 20 years earlier, about how it broke up. And eventually about his young daughter he had left behind. She had been no older than a baby when they separated. And what emerged even later is that he had fully lost contact with her about eight years down the line. They had had an argument and he had no idea where this girl lived. In fact, whether she was still alive or not. And he had tormented himself with these questions for 10 years now. Anyway, shall we jump a few months later into our conversations? Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, so yeah, a few months later, after I had initially heard of this separation and him losing his daughter, I started to nudge him and asked him whether he didn't want to get in touch with her again. And 
Though he was reluctant at first, we eventually decided it was worth a go. And we started to try stuff. In the end, we tried everything. We tried the Salvation Army. We tried the missing persons, the old phone numbers, even friends. Though you can imagine he didn't really have many left from up there where he used to live. And then one Tuesday, I remember, it was a Tuesday, when I was on shift, we put an announcement in the local newspaper up in the north where he used to live. It was just a brief note in the most popular newspaper and it said his name and that he was looking for his daughter and he just gave her first name. And then there was a number of our the hostel that I was working at, just if people wanted to get in touch. And then I went off shift and you picked me up. Yeah, I remember we used to cycle back from your work. Yeah, we cycled back home over the towns. Then we had a couple of days off and then I went back to work. And when I returned, there was this joviality about the place, this joy. And my co-workers told me that this guy's daughter had actually gotten in touch. Wow, that's quite amazing. <laughs> yeah. There had been basically a lot of synchronicities. She had actually never, ever bought that local newspaper ever before. But on that day, she was in a coffee shop and she saw the newspaper and she picked it up and she saw the advert and in disbelief at that point, she phoned. She said she just phoned on a whim because she really didn't believe that that was her actual father. Yeah, I don't think I would. Her estranged father of 10 years. Anyway, the story doesn't actually end here, and that's what's extraordinary. He couldn't believe it at first, and in all fairness, I think there was doubt on both sides. And he was still up and down about seeing her until they actually met, until he went up north and saw her. But it was at that point that he found out yet another thing. He actually had a granddaughter too. And he gave up drinking and he turned his life around and he started to make moves in order to move back closer to her. And eventually he did, which basically means that he moved all the way to the other side of Britain. And all in all, that's how it ended. It's a happy ending. Years on, I feel so grateful just so grateful to have experienced this. You know, to feel certain that there can be a good resolution to things, that there actually are success stories that are just that, success stories. Yeah, I like that story too. And especially that in your field, the rate of success is not great. So to have that experience, that must feel very special. Moving on to our reflection side of the podcast, I have in time realized that I have become grateful about this event in hindsight. I wasn't grateful straight away. So I think we should discuss gratitude. And my first question would be, should we practice gratitude daily? So that when something really good happens to us that should make us feel grateful, we know to be grateful straight away, we recognize it straight away, and we can exercise gratefulness immediately. Yeah, so when I thought about gratitude, my thoughts were not necessarily how often should you practice gratitude, 
to whom in the story you just told should the father be grateful the man who found his daughter be grateful to you should you be grateful to the newspaper should his daughter be grateful to the newspaper and him i mean who should express your gratitude to if you are religious then it's a bit easier because you do have a natural entity to project your gratitude towards but even if you aren't i think you should just be grateful to anyone or to everyone rather than to a specific person that did something good to you you should just add to the general pot of gratitude i like that the general pot of gratitude maybe we should install a pot of gratitude in our own household and ask the children to contribute to it yeah maybe it would help with the general family behavior <laughs> balance but yeah i think that's actually in a roundabout way that answers my initial question which was should we be practicing gratitude daily or on a regular basis so that we become more sensitized to it i actually think that maybe this is a way to do that like with any other practice that we do like with yoga or running or meditation or mindfulness whatever that would be the more often and more regularly you do it the better you become uh, at it and the easier it is to recognize your need for it yeah i think i'm totally importing that into our household dynamics moving swiftly on to the recommendation part of my beautiful stories i wanted to mention gilad it was bound to happen at some point in this podcast it's one of my ev- favorite ever books and though it doesn't talk about gratitude throughout its main character has this ability to be grateful in such a subtle and delicate way and often about the most mundane even trivial things in life and i just found that throughout reading it so very uplifting so yes i strongly recommend that as a balm to your soul and it will be in show notes yeah i like the book as well i must say and there is actually a story connected to how i got that book because that's a present from you in a roundabout way mm. isn't it but i think it would take a very long time to narrate that story so maybe it's subject for another episode yeah i think we exhausted the story part already <laughs> that's it thank you and see you next week thank you this is it from us if you like the podcast please rate review or subscribe Get involved in the conversation each week on my Instagram account at stories.